from shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. Hour number two, Almost Sports on a Thursday. Happy to hear from you at 512-834-1027. Or uh, as I said, tweet at us at Almost ESPN Radio. Go vote who had the best draft of adult cartoons. That was fun. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm putting that up now at Almost ESPN Radio. A couple of uh, comments we got. Uh, Zach, Zach from New Braunfels suggests uh, Jonathan Mox. Moxon! Uh, James Vanderbeek lives in the Hill Country. I think oh, I like that idea. This is on Celebrity Guest Pickers Correct. for uh, College Game Day. Yeah, that is a fun one because he f- does football things. I don't want your life. Uh, and yeah, he's he's of this area now. I feel like that would be kind of a he. I don't want to say he's not famous enough anymore, but I mean the dude is pretty freaking famous, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, I got in Dawson's trouble. Creek. Wasn't that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Um, I wasn't a Dawson's Creek guy, but and, I love and, Varsity Blues. And he seems pretty fun on the internet. He also was very aware of like his uh, memeology and, and role in that. Right. Um, I got in trouble once on the radio on my old station because you mm. know that No Doubt song that's a cure cover that goes, It's my life. Yeah. I edited it in, It's my life, but I don't want your life. <laughs> that's into it. Uh, back to Twitter at Almost ESPN Radio. Uh, Dave B says, Oh, no. It's your move, guys. After a sports radio guy uh, messed his pants live on air and shows the mess. I think that's a bit too try hard right there. Right. Which mess? Um, the front mess or back mess? Oh, no. Uh, what, is, what does that mean? Showed it on the air. He, he showed his radio. coworkers that he had gone oh, God. and made a mess. Oh, uh, we also got. Uh, not of that kind of. Uh, Nick's Fat Phoenix says, loves the new game. Only note, and I know you're big on no notes, is uh, uh, <laughs> you need to play the stupid Jason Redneck clip more when a team is dropped. So more of the clip. Oh, We've uh, already violated the, bow, 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 bow. the three. He's, he's talking about, uh, I thought we were talking about today's, uh, but no, yesterday's. No, we're just getting all sorts of Draft tweets. punk. With our nice yeah. music. Sound effects is the most important part of radio. It's, it's an aspect 100%. that's uh, down. Uh, here, while we're just goofing off, yeah, vote uh, in the uh, the poll who had the best uh, draft of cartoon, uh, adult cartoons. The uh, Family Guy clip that I brought for you guys. Let's hear that again. Are you tipsy enough to let me have lazy Tony Soprano sex? You know, where, where I just lie there and arch my hips a little bit and breathe like a dying whale? Uh, I don't know. All right, well, just in case, I'll be upstairs getting into my boxes and black socks. Uh, that uh, is pretty famous, at least in my circle, because I was dating, and not my current girlfriend, but I was dating a girl who we're watching Family Guy, and she doesn't laugh the whole time. She doesn't care for the show or whatever. Uh, and then <laughs> Peter Griffin references lazy Tony Soprano oh, fat no. guy sex, and oh, she Jason. just starts wildly laughing uh, as if to say that she has uh, experienced such a endeavor, to which I... Say whatever. I hope you're happy out there. Anyway. Yeah, enjoy uh, not getting to live in the uh, Manor Mansion. Quick. Actually, she's married and has a baby now. She's very happy. I divert us too much, but I, I have some questions about, about your house. Yeah. Um, My new house? Yes. I am moving to Manor. It's true. 
Um, building a house in Maynard. I, uh, uh, a long-time listener, big fan, uh, first-time caller. Hi. Uh, I'll listen to What's your other your question, show. question, young man? Um, and I hear you talk about your house, and there's some arguments my fiancé and I have about buying and building a house. Yeah. Is it true you have secret rooms and trap doors? <laughs> uh, I do. Yes! In my house that is currently just a, a, a big pile of dirt, there's literally uh, my... my I assume everybody who listens to this show listens to the other one and understands all the crossover, but I'm like, if you're listening for the first time, my builder is Ryan Reynolds, okay? Not, Not the, the actor, actor from Deadpool, but it's a guy named Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he's the one who sucks. Why should he change his name? Uh, but yeah, he just te- he texted me to say, hang on, let me find the exact. Um, they're out there as we speak putting down plumbing. Uh, and he sent me a picture and he says, these guys are the first to lay pipe on your property. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. You gotta, I like that. You get someone that gets your humor and I told him it will probably be several years, maybe a decade become before I become the leading uh, pipe layer in that home. See, Um, I'm I'm happy that this is going well because I've myself and other radio personalities, I've known too many people that have a business relationship with a listener that does contra, whatever it might be. Whatever the service is, and like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a fan, I'm a listener, and then you might say something jokily about something, and then suddenly they're dead to you. They yeah. are angry, and it becomes like, a, and it's like, but that's the way I'm supposed to ham it up. Yeah, we had a meeting the other day where, because yeah, I talk about him and his practices and building things and his rates, uh, and I'm like, Ryan, am I allowed to say this? I'm not sure. And he told me he's like. I don't care what you say, man. <laughs> it's like you can say free anything, advertising, man. Anything you like, and I'm like, you say that now, and then I was the day that I say the thing, and you're gonna be. Uh, what did he? So you're in a secret room. He related it. Sorry, yeah, I'll get back to that. He related it to having a. He has children, and just like when you take your six year old out to a restaurant, and you're not sure what sort of crazy thing might come out of his mouth. Yeah, and he dude. feels the same way about listening to me talk about him on the radio. So I'm glad that you're here for the insanity. Uh, yes, actually, that's how I... Is it a panic room or just like a fun no, room? it is, yeah. Uh, it, when I, I designed this house myself, it is, there's nothing more narcissistic than saying, yeah, nobody else could, could build a house, could lay out a house uh, the way I could. So I want, to, I want to be in control of everything. And in my, in my house, off of the living room, like there's a big ass built-in bookshelf where there's a, a TV and whatever, and you just think that's the end of the house. Yes. But Batman style, yes. you can hit p- push one of the bookshelves and it goes to a secret room. Uh, that like is, an office. Yeah, or? it's an office. I, I guess it's technically now referred to as the secret office and scriptorium. Uh, yeah, and uh, I have told my girlfriend and her kid and the dogs and. My mom, who's coming with me to live in Maynard, uh, y'all aren't allowed in there. Okay, that's my room. The secret office is for me. See, you guys are allowed to know that it exists, but that's not. You're not allowed to come in there. I'm a okay? half-assed builder and designer, and I drew up kind of blueprints to where I'm like, oh, I can take an IKEA bookshelf, cut a hole in it, mm. and here's how I can mount it to an already existing door. And then, like, take the doorknob off, turn and then, it into a secret. Yes, and then yeah. I made a device to where kind of similar thing. To where you pull out a book and then turn this book and it it's it, it's enough to do the latch and then I open it. There you go. That, and she's like, no, that is tacky. 
Oh. And I also like want a safe in the floor just to have one. Do I have stuff to put See, in it? No, uh, but she's like, that's that's trashy and tacky. And I'm like, no, it's not. I'm going to say, CJ, that A, I think your talents might be wasted on radio. All right. Do you want an apprenticeship with my guy, Ryan Reynolds? Because it sounds like you have an innovative mind. You should be out there building houses. I built a television wall mount in my office slash Lego room <laughs> yesterday that hangs over a window. <laughs> office slash Lego room. So it's my own TV mount. That's fun. It I- goes over a window. Yeah, and eventually it is going to fall on a giant Lego piece I built myself. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so I have the curtains behind it, and I have this gorgeous Lego battle I built. And mm. then uh, the curtains, when the sun comes through, it looks really cool in there. And then I'm like, oh, but now that I rearranged and moved the couch, I need to have my video game TV up. So <laughs> there's no like mount you can buy to do it over TV. So I built my own thing. And I'm for, for real, man. I can't build anything. All right, I struggle at constructing a bowl of cereal. Oh. You're, you're you got it going on here. Let buddy. me show you if I can pull this picture up really quick. As a kid, when I go back and visit my hometown of Amarillo, uh, if I take my fiance or even my nephew to go walk around the neighborhood, because we were on the outskirts of town, we had a lot of like creeks and cliffs and valleys and forests. I used to build tree forts and clubhouses. Like there are still throughout my neighborhood litters of like old wooden nailed things way up in trees and uh-huh. little battles like like I, I'm not joking dude look at look at this what these are two uh-huh. dead trees in a random lot okay. on a highway <laughs> yeah those they, are little tree forts I used all, to build the, the, these are old CJ Morgan boarded up tree forts as a kid yeah that's pretty that's they, pretty nice man they never killed anyone yeah I want to say your talents might be wasted on, on radio and certainly wasted on this ungrateful fiance who says you can't turn your a Lego office into a secret room. Yeah, and then like everyone's like, "Dude, you'd be so great as a dad. Your kids would have so much fun." And she's like, "Being a being a parent is not about having fun mm. with the kids oh. all the time. It is about being a parent." Well, that's not that's not fun at all. Mm. Uh, Ryan just texted me to say, "I just tuned in and I'm thoroughly impressed with CJ's ingenuity." Have him email me his resume. Uh, you're not well, going to want to build some hidden crap. You're not going to want to look at the resume, Ryan. But if you, he sounds like a he's an innovative guy for Dude. sure, man. I my temper and living in a fraternity house, Ryan. By the way, if you need someone who can patch sheetrock and fix and hang doors, even uh, even fix plumbing with that pink purple stuff that fixes the PVC pipes, the glue. Uh, Really, I dude, uh, uh, if there's a hole in a wall. I can fix it, and you will not be able to tell. Really? Yeah, I got. Well, holes. looking at it, you my can't other tell. house has holes in the wall. I might have to. Dude, I, if, there's, your if there's a fist or a headbutt, I can patch it, and you will never know. I've I perfected. <laughs> is that blend, how you've gotten good at this? Blending is, the wall is from punching holes in walls all the time. Is yeah. that what's yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, one time, yeah. I karate ki- or roundhouse kicked one. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> probably leave that off the resume as well. Here's the problem: is landlords uh, and Jason as a landlord yourself. I'll show yeah. you how to tell if a wall has been patched because it is. <laughs> thinner and it does structurally damage it unless you replace the entire thing with sheetrock. Ryan, let me know when this radio thing wow. fails on me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Ryan is a commercial builder and architect. He doesn't do residential stuff, but I think he he saw my design and was so moved. I think he likes the secret office and he was like, I'm going to build your house, man. And now, dude. 15 months later, <laughs> we're putting it up. It takes a long time. I thought that's what you're going to ask me, is, is building a house a uh, a fun project. No, I, I don't say, care. It just takes way longer. No, no. I want secret stuff. Should we even call this show Almost Sports anymore? That one was not Almost Sports. That one was just... 
Dude, we have real estate shows on the air here. Oh, yeah. yeah let's let's do that one. Uh, okay, we'll get back to sports-ish related things on the other side of this break. Jason, CJ, Almost Sports, back after this. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. 512-834-1027 is the phone number. Or you can tweet at the show at Almost ESPN Radio. Marvel at my attempt of professional sports broadcasting when I tell you something about baseball. The Houston Astros say uh, Dusty Baker is in. Justin Verlander is out. I probably... It's, is it the end of his... It oh, was, what, do you, what do you mean? Yeah, it wasn't really a cheat. You can only, he was a one-year. You can only have one. I probably would have uh, gone the other way. Uh, but no, here, first this, Dusty Baker, the manager of the world champion Houston Astros, uh, signed a one-year contract to stay with the team through uh, next season, through the 2023 season. Why a one year? Do they you think know, he's going to... Well, a little bit of... Cl- yeah, I've seen a little bit of criticism saying, the dude just took you to the World Series. Yeah. You're really only going to give him a one-year contract? Uh, to which, do you know how old Dusty Baker is? Take a guess. A hundred. Uh, he's a little less than a hundred, but he is 73 years old. Uh, that's, uh, which, that's what old people do. They die. Yeah, 73. is It's his 25th season as a Major League Baseball manager. Is that, is that right? Because I feel like I, he was the, I, the Cubs manager is who I will always identify him with. And I thought I was watching him when I was a kid manager for the, for the Cubs. But I guess that, that timeline could oh, check yeah, out. We, we, the 90s. we talked about that, the Superstations, WGN, WGN and CBS. Yeah. yeah, you could watch the Cubs during the day. Jim Riggleman. I remember the Jim Riggleman era of the Cubs as well. Uh, but yeah, Dusty73, I think he is fine just saying, you know, because he was retired. He was not, he was out of the game. Well, I thought he applied for something, didn't get it, and then the Astros called like a few weeks later, so it's kind of like a don't, miracle story. Don't, I Don't challenge me on baseball dude. things necessarily, but... I'm saving you $5. I'm pretty positive that uh, the Astros, I don't know if you heard about this, it wasn't very widely reported, Got busted for cheating a little bit, uh, and uh, banging on trash cans, you know, uh, stealing signs. There's also some like toxic workplace environment stuff that was not great. So yeah, they fired uh, the manager and uh, GM AJ Hinch, AJ Hinch, Lunau, I believe was the name of the guy. Uh, And Dusty Baker was sort of like the. Oh, everybody loves Dusty Baker. He's a he's a he's sweet, sweet old man. man. Yeah, you could go up to him, and he surely has a Werther's original in his pocket that he'll just hand to you, uh, because everybody likes Dusty Baker, and it was thought Absolutely. of as sort of a PR hire. And now he won the freaking World Series for them. It's it's maybe a testament to a good I mean, helmsman. I I would say first of all, Dusty Baker, baseball legend, hundred percent. Probably going if he wasn't already a Hall of Famer, he's won the World Series now. He's probably going to go to the Hall of Fame. Uh, but maybe a testament to how little the manager really makes a difference in, in baseball in that he was, he was an old retired dude. And they're just like, Hey, do you want to coach baseball? And he's like, huh? And he's like, we just want you to go smile on TV. Dustin's like, okay, sure. And they won the world series. You know, I mean, that's kind of a jackass thing to say, Jason, but that's, that's what I do. You could say the baseball manager's main job is managing the pitching. The, well, rotation. I was going to say morale, maintaining a healthy locker room, and that's something that I bet Dusty Baker probably is good. Yeah. Now the pitching rotation lineups 
when to when to pull a picture, that sort of when stuff. When to shift, that's analytics. I, I bet you, yeah. There's a computer printout that does all that stuff for him now. Uh, but yeah, I think he's fine just as you know signing up for one more year. And if the Astros are good again next year, probably sign up for another year after that. I doubt that any at any point they're going to force him out. Uh, if he wants to continue. Hey, to, did anyone ever think to call there? them the trash Astros? The Astros with two S's? Um, I've been saying, I have uh, i don't remember when I started saying it, but it was before the Astros were bu- busted. I just like saying cheating ass hoes. That's what I would, any team that was accused of something, I would call them cheating ass hoes. Uh, and then when the Astros did it, I was like cheating ass stros. Hey, that kind well of done. is the same thing, so... Yeah, I'm sure people called him all of the all of the terrible things. Uh, okay, probably more notable that uh, ace Justin Verlander has opted out of his final year with the Houston Astros. Uh, his 2023 option would have paid him 25 million dollars. He says not good enough. And life's got to be good, great if you're Justin Verlander. Yeah, right? dude. Also, you just re- got Kate Upton at home. Retire. You go. Can just give away. 25. Enjoy the lake and just motorboat it. Get you just <laughs> yeah, get on the lake and just. Justin Verlander, no spring chicken, thirty nine years old, but is coming off arguably one of the the best seasons of his career, a one point seven five ERA, a point eight three WHIP, cool WHIP, bro, cool WHIP. Uh, he's he's still got it, uh, and so yeah, I assume the Astros have a great chance to repeat. Yeah, this, I would I would stay and take the money, like not try well, to go for more. Oh, well, I, and this doesn't necessarily mean that he's not going to be back with the Astros. He just is going to renegotiate for but, a yeah. high, but twenty five for one year at thirty nine years old. He can. I don't know if he might even agree to a lower annual salary, but lock with up more bonuses. Well, and, just lock up. You know, four or five years. Give me a. Give me four years, eighty million. Something. Yeah. Like that, uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't play the baseball hot stove game so very often. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean that Verlander will not be an Astro. Only that he has opted out. Okay, let's get back on track here. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, CJ's top ten list is. You mentioned analytics. Is it analytics? The top ten? Yes, it Ish. is. Uh, Ish. It's my favorite thing to look at when I come down to predicting what's going to happen in playoffs and standings, so on and so yeah. forth. Uh, football. Po- Point differential, and I have weighted it by dropping, as you call, the outlier. And I'll explain my process and why I do this coming up. The Olmo Sports Show with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Call us, 512-834-1027, or you can tweet at Almost ESPN Radio. Go vote on Twitter. Who had the uh, who won today's draft of adult cartoons? It's not fair because I have the top two no matter what. Well, Simpsons are number one. I have two and three. Uh, but you have more fans. You're more popular than oh, I am, so it's not fair because people... You think... My, all of my fans are there just to hate on me. No, right? they're not, but they're still fans. They're detractors. Zach from New Braunfels and Florida Man, they only that's care like, about me like because I'm your sidekick. It's like three people. You're not my sidekick. Hang on. You said you have the top two. I, I do got to say that your, your, uh, your squad... Here, let's just uh, rehash the whole thing right now. I did some Googling, and I will say that uh, uh, you have number one, I have two and three as far as the overall... Oh, consensus, what are the best... Because I surprised CJ by taking The Simpsons with the number one overall pick. Because you're a family guy guy. Yeah, but I, I recognize The Simpsons. I mean, what are they at? Like a thousand episodes now? <laughs> like that they are. They invented the genre, adult cartoon. And so, yeah, I took The Simpsons 
Uh, CJ wound up with. So what's two and three? So the South Park and Rick and Morty. I would say South Park's number two, and I would say currently Rick and Morty is uh, number three. Having said, I was re-looking at your team, and I because I said you know, CJ can't win. Uh, <laughs> But South Park and Rick and Morty at the top of your your draft there that's the, pretty good. The problem that's is is good. I is I took C Lab instead of Futurama that or Ren and Stimpy and Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Is, no, Aqua sure Teen is is the if if you're gonna pick an Adult Swim television show cartoon mm-hmm. that one is uh, probably the best and most well known. Mm. Uh, I have Simpsons Family Guy. BoJack Horseman is the best show of any of these, and then Big Mouth. Which I gotta say, I'm kind of a. Do you watch Big Mouth? Yeah, it's okay. I th- the other day I turn on the Netflix, dong dong, and uh, I made that noise with my mouth, guys. I don't have an active Netflix here in the studio. I Just letting you guys know. Thank you. I'm like Michael Winslow from Police Academy, uh, and there was like it said the, the the scrolling thing just said Big Mouth new episodes. And I was like, hang on, is there a new season of Big it's Mouth? Like season three or four, right? No, no, it's like season six. And then I, I clicked on it, and I went and looked, and I was like, I didn't watch the last season of Big Mouth. So I'm now several years behind on Big Mouth. Um, which Listen, I, I like it, but there is a... Again, I used to like, like shows like Freaks and Geeks, but there was a point where my nostalgia for middle school, high school stuff just went away, and I don't really like watching shows or cartoons about... My youth, middle yeah. school, high school Coming stuff. of age. Yeah. It going just, through the changes yeah, and it, it, stuff. Can I tell you why I don't? Uh, sometimes I'm weirded out by it. I know it's cartoon form, okay? Yeah. It's not real people. The animation's weird. Their faces look... No, strange. no, their faces are fine. What is it? There's kids' privates on there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, like you just... Not good. You just see... <laughs> just see Nick's little cartoon donger, and I'm like, oh, no, and they're... There's one episode where all the, the the female characters get all naked, and I'm like, oh, no, this is definitely not allowed, okay? They are not of age. I will look away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, weird. A, lot of, a lot of cartoon talk on the show today. Oh, or you could vote for producer Brandon's team. Also a good Which, yeah, man. I like his a lot. He, he pulled went, to Jason and went, uh, he went, went Beavis Texas and, Homer. Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill with his first two picks. He's got a Mike Judge thing going on there. Bob's Burgers and Metalocalypse. Metal, meta, med, metallica, metalocalypse, metalocalypse. Good show, yeah. but also yeah. same as C okay. Lab, a little niche. Okay. Here's a question though: um, What started it all? What was the cartoon? Was it Ren and Stimpy or The Simpsons that I think The Simpsons laid the groundwork? Was the first cartoon that was like, "Hey, we're gonna make this animated show he, that kids Homer will enjoy, but is also for adult, adults." He, Homer used to choke Bart, <laughs> like. You know what? Now that I think about it, was it always that way, or did all of the fans of The Simpsons, like us, just grow up to be adults and they're like, "We're going to keep making cartoons for you"? Was it always for when when Bart was going to jump the Springfield Gorge? Was that an adult cartoon? It was both. Okay, it was. My dad and I watched it. Mom hated it. It was yeah. our thing. He he didn't do it, guys. Spoiler alert. Uh, all right, go vote at almost ESPN, uh, almost ESPN Radio, and I will have won another draft poll. But just because of the fans, says CJ. Yeah, you got. You know what, fans. haters, go vote for the, the all of my detractors. Go vote for CJ or Brandon. Uh, okay, every day there's a new one. CJ Morgan's top ten list. What are we doing today, man? Uh, my favorite things are uh, looking at the point differential in any sort of sport: basketball, football, baseball, the runs, the the touchdowns. Hmm. Uh, I think that's an important factor in determining. Uh, where a team actually sits. Today, we're going to do the worst 10 
point differential teams in the NFL, but uh, working in promotions and radio for years, I've learned to uh, use a bit of a weighted system. And here's why. Back in the day, we used to host pageants, pregnant bikini, um, cougar and kitten mom and daughter that are hot. And that was that one station. That was the other station. Yeah, Yeah. that was. uh, This is a classy, dignified operation over here. Correct. Uh, But I noticed that we would have celebrity guest judges and. I was one of the guys that would have to add up the scores because, again, I'm good at Excel sheets. Yeah. But there was always a problem with uh, the top. There would be like two of the two or three top girls, and one of the judges would rank, obviously, a consensus like top is zero, and his friend or girl a 10. So there was always that problem. I was like, we got to change this, and they wouldn't do it. And then finally, just on my own, what I would do is I would drop each judge's outlier, the highest Score and the lowest score, right. I would drop of each, and it gave us more of a equal thing. Because so he's, he's gaming the system, uh, so as to to make sure that his, the one that he wants is the winner. Yeah, unethical judging. Very yeah, much. Uh, I mean, again, contest. it's a very unethical thing. We <laughs> probably could not do anyway. I mean, we we would weigh during our spinner pageant. We would measure and weigh girls, and then put them in a spinning chair. Spinner pageant. Yeah, because spinners, you know, they're tiny. Yeah, I know what. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, what but we we had one of those old school doctors. Could you imagine in this day and age putting doing that? some putting girls them on in a bikinis, scale. putting them on a scale? Measuring their height, talking about their boobs, and then spinning them in a chair, Maybe hoping the, that something pops out. That's the first almost sports live broadcast public activation. Bring it back, just, man. It's us. Just dudes. Oh, okay. Uh, it's the objectified dudes pageant. Yeah. We did have Mr. Puniverse one once. That was fun. Oh. Uh, anyhow, let's get to it. Oh, yeah. Top 10. <clears throat> These well, are actually the, the bottom 10, right? Bod- bottom 10 in the NFL. Uh, starting with the team that at the first of the year surprised us with the win over someone. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are 10 dead yeah. last. It was the Bengals, if that was. I don't know if you were. Uh, I think so, yeah. yeah Trubitsky yeah. and yeah. like, whoa, yeah. what? Uh, uh, number nine, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Steelers, by the way, minus 77 in point differential. Colts, minus 51. Your Houston, Texas. There was a lot of talk last oh, week no. that, hey, they might be when it was 14-14 against they the Eagles. They hung with the Eagles for a second there. I love how fe- sports broadcasters are almost as knee-jerk as political pundits. It's either like, oh, the Houston Texans are actually good, mm-hmm. and they've just been underrated, and they, they're... No, no, no. They are they're number uh, uh, eight on this list, minus 50-point differential. Not a good team. Followed by the Carolina Panthers at 2-7. and seven. Minus 49, your Detroit Lions, 2-6 and six with a one-game winning streak uh, <laughs> on the line. Uh, surprisingly here, Los Angeles Rams, oh. Super Bowl defending champs. There's, we've talked, or you've heard about the Super Bowl hangover, whereas yeah. the team that usually uh, is the runner-up um, loses in the Super Bowl the next year doesn't make the playoffs. Uh, it's been a reoccurring theme. Hmm. Obviously, it's not uh, constant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Rams, they they won the Super Bowl. Am I right in that? Is yeah, that, they did win the correct? Super Bowl. That's uh, uh, they're three and Cooper five Cup. with a minus uh, forty two point differential. Uh, their rival, who we also thought would be competing for the West, um, the Arizona Cardinals, three and six, minus thirty eight. That's not good. Another surprise that we Kingsbury thought, fired. He's still the coach. Then? Yeah. He's, yeah. Okay. Uh, number uh, number three, the worst team. Um, and not record, because there are some teams with a record that are higher up on here. Uh, three and six, thought we would be another playoffs, the reigning MVP, 
Not doing much, but ayahuasca, Green Bay Packers. Oh, no. Number number three oh, on this list of the no. worst teams. Another surprise when when I did my rankings, uh, they are four and five. They're in a division that is probably not going to let them make the playoffs, but four and five, respectable record for how bad that we thought they'd be. Uh, but all the way at uh, number two, um, I did this wrong. They should be number oh, no. eight. It should be number one. Should be the Steelers is the worst. That's eh, fine. Never. You're counting the way out. I see. I'm, I'm going from bo- from worst yeah, to not as bad. Yeah. Uh, but still in the uh, the bottom ten in the NFL, uh, the Washington Commanders four and five uh, uh, overall man. minus thirty three point differential. And they're then, the worst team in the NFC East, and they're four and five. That leads the NFC South. <laughs> Yes. That's what do you, a what do you say, if, CJ? If divisions are stupid. All right. They are. They're stupid. Yeah. Get rid of them. The only reason they're still important in the NFL is because you play, and baseballs, you play teams multiple times, but still. Chicago Bears, your uh, best of the worst, three and six, minus 29 point differential. Uh, they are uh, right above them. Five and three Chargers, though. Uh-huh. Uh, then two and six Raiders. Um, making the middle of the pack. Tomorrow we'll have the top 10 best teams according to my weighted calculated point yeah. differential. Them bears that this you one. mentioned there. Uh, our uh, our lead end, strong lead, uh, Greeny. Say Greeny still on before us? No, uh, today was uh, the two dudes uh, that I like, the like uh, Chris and Canty or something. That's a good name for a show, Two Dudes I Like. We should change our niche. We should <laughs> yeah. be Morgan and Dick. That's what all it's, it's Barton Hahn. <laughs> or, no, let's just go full zoo radio and uh-huh. uh, Jason Dick and Casey Butts. <laughs> Straight up weenie in the butt reference. I love yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> Back to our cartoon draft. Oh, my God. Um, what was I talking about? The the lack of Diet Coke is hitting me right now, CJ. Uh, oh, the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Greenie. Bears. Greenie. Gre- yeah. Uh, he loves he loves firing off some hot takes. This Greeny character, Mike Greenberg, and he said it was on the uh, the TV show. Is it still called Get Up? Uh, and it just said Greeny. I did wasn't listening, but I saw on the the Chiron Greeny colon Justin Fields is the NFL's next superstar. And I would just look. I get that what you're doing. You're making TV and like, but like, are you Jalen Hurts? Are you really it. such a prisoner of the moment? I mean, he's been good the last couple of weeks, including last week he rushed for it's like 170 yards or something like that. For a quarterback, not in college, that's very good. But in the first month of the season, Bears fans were ready to throw him in the trash. They're like, I know we used the first-round pick on him a year ago, but let's start looking for the new guy. And we've already just decided now he's the next superstar in the NFL. Get out of here, man. Yeah, it, yeah, it's because yeah, Jalen Hurts had that great turnaround that everyone's like, Jalen all right, Hurts, well, Justin Fields was good. supposed to be great pretty and good. sucked, so he's going to be great again. The point differential. So you, you are telling me that you sort of look at that metric as a good way to determine who are the worst teams in the NFL. Tell me the bottom three again. Houston was the third from the bottom, I believe. Yeah, I, I lost my list. Oh, okay. uh, it was uh, the bottom was the Steelers, the oh, Colts, yeah. Steelers, and then Houston. Steelers, Colts, Houston. Yeah, I guess the Steelers and the Colts uh, hold. But I don't think of the Texans, and you guys, Texans fans, you know, I don't like saying nice things about you. Um, I don't think of them as a bottom three team or even a bottom five team. I think of them as more like mm, bottom 11, CJ. <laughs> uh, like, I think they're better than the worst teams in the I league. I mean, that's what people, that's what they were saying when it was 14-14 with the Eagles, yeah. all the commentators. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just... 
prisoner of the moment. Who would do, who would do such a thing? Uh, I can't believe the Packers are on that list. Uh, let's talk about the Packers because they are hosting your Dallas Cowboys. We'll do that and wrap things up on the other side of this break. Jason, CJ, back after this. The Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Final segment here. Our thanks to producer Brandon who joined us to play the draft game today. 512-834-1027 or vote uh, at one, Almost ESPN Radio on Twitter. Uh, Brandon is the uh, producer of uh, Ed and Beto, 4 to 6, Sports Talk. And, then, and hosts. Uh, and hosts the bullpen uh, coming in here in just a moment. Uh, he'll be here in just a sec. Uh, I wanted to, let's quickly, and we can do more of this tomorrow, but we have not all week talked Cowboys-Packers marquee matchup Sunday in the NFL. The game is in Lambeau. It's, it, it's at Green Bay, CJ. Uh <laughs> The the pack. What do you, would you like to guess? What the point spread? Who is the favorite, and by how many points in this game? Cowboys by seven and a half. It is uh, six and a half. Six okay. and a half. It's four and a half. Okay. But yeah, if you would have told me in September that the Cowboys are going to go to Lambo and be favored and be the favorite, that's that's bonkers to me. I've actually been to Lambo Field uh, three times. Brag. I'm an honorary Wisconsinite twice for Packers Cowboys. Uh, I was at the one. The first one was a disaster because we were starting. Uh, who was that guy who played quarterback for a second when Tom Brady tore his ACL? Come on, come on. He went to USC, but he never played there. There was another brain damage. Or Matt Castle. Uh, okay. The Cowboys were starting Matt Castle because I'm sure, I didn't know he played with the I'm Cowboys. sure. We, well, it was, he was it, the it Chiefs was a, for a while. It was a December game, and it was one of the seasons where Tony Romo broke his back or broke something and couldn't play anymore. So they were an outright disaster. Cowboys were terrible. Matt Castle threw one of the worst LOL interceptions that I've ever seen uh, that day. Uh, then we went in, uh, again a couple years later. Dak, Zeke ran all over those cheeseheads' ass. Uh, but still, that's supposed to be one of the biggest, best home field advantages in all of football. And for the Cowboys to be, be a, favorite. a favorite, a real testament to how quickly and badly the Packers have gotten just, just miserable. Uh, Aaron Rodgers... He's the reigning MVP of football. He's the currently the MVP. Yeah. I look, I say this all the time, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised. At that position, when you lose it, it goes so fast. Like look at the the Brett Favre's of the world. Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning was won the Super big Bowl in his last year, but he couldn't throw the ball. Uh and Drew Brees all of a sudden was like a liability. And yeah, did, did Aaron Rodgers go from being the MVP to to bad now? I think it's probably cuz he doesn't care. It turns out you have to care to be good at football. And there's no one on his team. Misses Devontae Adams is, considerably. Yeah. But uh, here, who is a – here's a generic sports talk question for you. Who would you rather have as your quarterback the rest of the season? Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. He can run. He I can mean, throw, kind of. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers was the MVP 10 months ago. Is it really over? Is Aaron Rodgers better on a better team with more weapons? See, that's the thing. Is I haven't you, watched a lot of Packers, so I really what, can't say. I haven't watched a lot either. I watched the, the red zone on Sundays where they just uh, flick around to whoever's about to score, and it makes it hard to see the Packers because they don't score a lot of points. Yeah. They, was it Mason nine? Crosby, their leader. They managed nine points versus the Lions last week. The the literally the worst defense in football, and they, and they could only put up nine. I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. That the answer is Dak, but I just can't believe that Aaron Rodgers so quickly, so quickly and violently got bad. 
Or is it the team? I don't know. I mean, it's both. His attitude's yeah. crap. Both of those. He's things. angry at the team. Doesn't seem to care. Yeah. Also, not a lot of weapons outside of maybe running back. Uh, mm. We'll see. There's a lot of uh, heartbreak with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers when it comes to Cowboys games, uh, specifically uh, two, two playoff games. Uh, the catch. That, that one is. Well. I uh, was Des, not at that one. Des but. caught it, and then the uh, the one where they just abandoned the running game and didn't put Romo in in the second half. 2016 uh, Cowboys. Uh, they were hosting that one. Yeah. Cowboys Stadium. I was there for that one, and the Cowboys drew drove into position and. Who was our kicker then? Uh, made a long kick to, as we thought, win, win the game, go up, but there was 19 seconds left, and Aaron Rodgers got the ball back. And then, yeah, just one play sort of rolled out toward the sideline and just flicked it. Jared Cook catches the ball. Mason Crosby comes in. We lose. Kicks the ball. We lose. So, yeah, then let's, let's get even. Vindication. Let's get even by winning this random regular season game on Sunday. Uh, all right, fun show today, guys. At Almost ESPN Radio, go vote in the poll. Tomorrow we'll really do sports. Oh, you know what? Tomorrow, I think, I think, I got Dennis De La Pena, Fox 7 yes, Sports. Yes, love Dennis. Yeah. It's I'm ki- friends with him now. It's kind. Of, oh, yeah, you guys are... You I guys, met him in person. You guys so. are uh, press box buddies. A former Amarillo uh, been doing, um, uh, KA, KAMR employees. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've been doing radio with Dennis for 20 years. Never been in the press box with him. That'll change. You, 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 no, probably not. I ain't going. Uh, uh, He'll be on the show tomorrow. Plenty of fun as well. The uh, bullpen, Patrick Brandon, coming in next. Hang out. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun. Right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one. E to the S to the P to the N is all I watch because I'm the man. If my team loses, I'll be mean all night. If you tell me to relax, we'll get in a fight. I like my friend. He's a real guy's guy. He's not a loud mouth like that old Steve.